Are you looking to improve at chess? I'm releasing my first course, Chess Diagnostics Chess Bootcamp, 30 Days to Better Chess. The pre-sale is starting now, and it's 50% off. The first videos will start to be released on November 25th, which is Black Friday. It's chessbootcamp.gumroad.com. See the link in the description below. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chess Diagnostics Chess Study Podcast. Uh, In this episode, episode number 15, I'm going to be talking about how to reach 1,200. So if you're under that, let's say you're 800 or 1,000, and you want to get to 1,200, that's a very solid level. Uh, Now I'm talking USCF 1,200. Uh, A lot of people would say 1,500, but actually that's a little bit above the median chess rating. 1,200 is really where you can beat most everybody who's not a tournament player, and of course you make tons of mistakes, uh, but you have a solid grasp of the game. Now, if you are 800 or 1,000 and you want to get to 1,200, the key is drilling simple one- and two-move tactics. Now, let me elaborate on that. When I say drill, I mean you want to choose a set of, let's say, 200 to 500 very simple tactics, and you want to repeat those same tactics over. Now, this was recommended originally in Rapid Chess Improvement, um, but it's kind of become a thing with the Woodpecker Method, uh, which I would recommend that book, although I would say there's less benefit in drilling harder problems, uh, even as you get better, because there's definitely a diminishing return on tactics. All right, so this recommendation just to drill tactics is not enough. What you also have to do is you have to start thinking systematically. This is commonly the problem of people who can never get above 1500 is they just think haphazardly and you can't do that in a game that punishes one move mistakes. You have to basically follow and be consistent on every single move. <clears throat> this is why I talk about the thought process so much and it's really kind of an underrated thing in chess study because more and more information doesn't necessarily equal better chess and If you do learn some information, you have to consistently apply it on every move. Now, here's an example. Let's say you learn to focus on the center, right? Uh, But your opponent's attacking you. Uh, There's all these conflicting pieces of information. So let's say you developed towards the center in the opening, but all of a sudden your opponent makes a move, and this is where kind of chess gets emotional. So you're being attacked. You have to respond. And so you start seeing ghosts, as they would say. Even super grandmasters will say, oh, I saw a ghost. Uh, Because humans are emotional, and chess is kind of an underrated emotional game, uh, because it's you versus one other person. It's not like a team where if you're losing, then you can rely on a team, or you're winning, you celebrate with the team. Uh, You really have to focus on uh, keeping that even keel consistency. All right, so... The four-step thought process that I normally talk about is to focus on what your opponent's move is after they make a move, and then you focus on what your ideas are, basically how to get peace activity. Uh, You do calculation, and then you decide uh, based on your understanding, whatever your current understanding is, uh, and then you do a blunder check. The blunder check is really the most important part. So what you ask yourself is what forcing 
replies can my opponent make in this situation after you visualize the move? So you visualize the move that you're going to make, and then you look for your opponent's uh, replies, basically the forcing replies, the checks, captures, and threats. All right, so how does this tie in to memorizing a set of tactical puzzles? Well, initially you need pattern recognition of simple pins, forks, skewers, etc., simple tactics, because those are the tactics that happen the most often. You don't need to memorize a bunch of complicated tactics. You need to memorize things that you can instantly recognize, like, oh, there's a knight fork, oh, there's a skewer, oh, he's going to pin my queen. Now, obviously, if you have a consistent thought process, you can start to use this pattern recognition to consistently apply this knowledge. Now, this is why you don't want to keep adding on more and more knowledge, because if you just keep adding knowledge, but you don't consistently apply it with a thought process in conjunction, then you're going to be confused. And this is when blunders happen. Uh, so if you learn any new piece of chess information, try to think about how you'll apply it on every single move. That's a very key thing in getting to 1800 and 2000, where all of a sudden you're applying these multi-layers and it does look kind of crazy i'd say if you're if you're 1200 to 1500 you see 2000 or 2200 or grandmasters play and it does look very hard and it is hard i'm not saying it's easy uh, but it's there's you need to you need to have this base level of consistency before you can start thinking about stacking on a bunch of chess information now uh, there's a bunch of resources for simple tactics but i would definitely recommend not to use those those kind of I, I hate to say this, but the chessable thing where you can actually move the piece. Uh, and the reason for that is I would recommend a book actually, like Sharpen Your Tactics by Natalie Lean, um, or really any book because you can't move the pieces. Now this was a key thing uh, that that I did that I think very really helped me, and it's also why playing over the board chess is so important because it's touch move. When you're sitting in front of a chessboard, you can't move the pieces. So you're forced to imagine moving the pieces in your head. And nowadays with computers and phones and everything and, you know, gamifying learning chess, I don't necessarily think that is the most effective means of improving at chess. It's maybe controversial to say that, uh, but I think it's pretty obvious when you think about it because visualization only happens in your head and uh, humans, especially for me, if I'm on a complicated tactical pattern, sometimes I'll get frustrated and I just want to move and see what the answer is. Well, you can't do that if you have a setup position on a board or you're looking at a book. All right, so I might elaborate more in another episode, but I just wanted to get these quick ideas out for how to improve to 1200. All right, leave me feedback, uh, maybe go to my YouTube channel and I, I am going to be releasing a chess course, uh, chessbootcamp.gumroad.com, C-H-E-S-S bootcamp, B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P, period, gumroad, which is G-U-M-R-O-A-D.com. Now, initially, this is going to be pre-sale, but maybe by the time this episode comes out or you hear it, uh, the, the course will be out. So it's a 30 days to better chess. A compliment to my free course on my YouTube channel. Check that out, 28 Days to Better Chess Tactics. Thanks for listening or watching, and I'll see you in the future.